0: Let's start with a couple of deep breaths just to kind of let this anxiety go. Ah. Let's make some noise. talk to you a little bit about letting go tonight. What I'm seeing out there, first of all, those of us who live downtown, which probably a lot of people here, there's this sort of 9-11 post-traumatic thing going on. There's a lot of anxiety. What I've been seeing these last couple of weeks, actually before the storm, people either doing really well or they're falling apart. And the falling apart piece seems to be For those of us who are not letting go of things, we're getting hammered into letting them go. And for some of it seems to be relationship for some of us, whether it's with lovers, partners, business, family, or things that we're not letting go. That's something that seems to be coming up in what I'm seeing. And other people seem to be really doing well. So whichever group you find yourself in. In Asian folklore, not folklore, but actually folklore, (laughs) there is a story about how they catch a monkey. It's actually hunting monkeys. And the story goes that there's a pumpkin gourd, and the pumpkin is hollowed out and dried and stuck into a little hole in the ground, and there's a very little opening on top of the pumpkin, and something shiny is put inside that gourd. So the monkey can take his or her hand out while it's open, but if it grabs that shiny thing, he or she can't pull her hand out or his hand out. And then, if it's a kindergarten story, they come and trap the monkey. If you're from lower Manhattan, they chomp the monkey's head off. So, what's interesting is what I'm seeing in a lot of people, myself, where we're not opening our hands and letting that shiny thing go. If that shiny thing is toxic, we're getting our head handed to us. I was having this conversation with this man about my age, not, not very young. Cat's been around for a while, guy in his 50s, married, successful business. He was having a nervous breakdown, but I mean literally was having this full-on breakdown, like crying and having a freak out and just telling me like his life sucks, he hates his business, even though he's making all this money at it, hates his wife, wife hates him, can't believe he's with this person kids all fucked up because they have such a bad relationship so i'm listening to this guy like a very actually intelligent person you know not like a dumbass so i turn to him and i go like man why don't you just work on letting some stuff go and without missing a beat he turns around to him and he goes what and let this lifestyle go that's how crazy we are but to his credit What he said after a couple of minutes of processing this stuff was like, this is my identity. This business is my identity. That's why it's hard for me to let this go. This person had money. It wasn't like some of us who got to work for the dollar if we don't like our job. That's what I'm seeing in all of us right now. Whatever we think our identity is, if it's not working and we try to hold on to it, it'll be very painful. So the intent that I want to hold for us tonight is to let go of what's not serving us. You know we've talked about this we've been in this room 9-11 some of you were here right and how traumatic it was felt like the end of the world and we forget right that's everything like you, you we're all freaked out for a couple of weeks and then we're back to normal then Irene now this freaking thing going on that's a disease right now to think there's any going back to normal I don't know if you're catching like all the quote-unquote officials talk about we're gonna go back to normal There is no going back to normal. We're in a process of major shift inside and outside. So one thing I would say to you is be aware of the fear. Culture is not your friend. And the way culture works is by keeping you in fear, keeping us in fear through the media, it stops your awakening process. People are having very profound awakenings right now. It might not look like what we're taught that it's going to look like. It might be that your life's falling apart, your relationship. But there's an amazing awakening in the midst of this chaos. Be aware of the part of you that's trying to get back to normal. Whatever that is to you. One last thing I want to share. It's a very interesting an observation I had. You know, we all love our little crack phones and we're all running around with them. You know, I was raised in these countries where there was civil war. I was raised in countries where there were floods, earthquakes. I've seen lines before for food, for water, for gasoline. What's was really fascinating is watching the lines for people charging these phones and then to get Wi-Fi. Now, I understand we all have this thing that we actually want some connection. I understand all that. I'm not judging it. But it's really interesting because we're not living in the real world anymore. So the idea of meditation, why are we meditating? Meditation is about having a relationship with yourself. None of us are in relationship with ourselves. I'm as much of a whore as the rest of you when it comes to my iPhone. Love this thing, wonderful tool. We have to be in relationship with ourselves. It was so wild watching this thing, especially for those of us downtown, of how addicted we are to being disconnected from ourselves. It's not about these phones. We all carry these things because we want to be connected, but are we connected? I don't see that. I've been a clinician for 29 years. I've never seen people so disconnected. So a word to the wise there, while we're sitting here tonight, work on connecting with yourself. And really, the most important thing you can do right now is sit five minutes a day. Sit ten minutes a day. If you're not doing it every day, you're not going to get a benefit. Because there is no getting back to normal. It's not this 2012 stuff, we're all going to die. It's not going to be like that. We're not that lucky. We're going to have to wake up through this. All right, that whole 2012 thing is this addiction Because our lives suck so much that we want something to be done for us it's not going to work that way although I'm sure a lot of you are seeing a lot of people are checking out on mass there's a lot of people that I'm seeing suicides all kinds of weird things because they don't want to be here and fair enough but don't get hoodwinked out of your awakening because there is magic afoot right now profoundly but it's like a birth those of you I know some of you here have done midwifery or you've been around when kids are born it ain't pretty Right, There's people screaming, there's blood, there's pus. But there's life coming. And that's a part of what we're going through right now. So, we're going to sit. We're going to sit for 20 minutes. I'm going to set this little timer. You're going to hear a ring at a 10-minute interval. I'm going to guide you through the beginning. When we hear the last bell, we're going to visualize a circle in the middle. It's going to be like this thing that's just going to be swirling. And we're going to connect it all the way down to the earth. It's all mind. We use our minds, our group mind. We're going to offer up into the circle things that we want to let go. So don't spend the next 20 minutes thinking about that. It'll come to you you need to let go. But as I always say to you, be aware. Intention is very powerful, especially when you're sitting with a group of people. There's some strong meditators here. This temple is very profound. Eddie spends a lot of time here and there's a lot of energy here. So I invite you to do this consciously, not in some macho sort of in the way. Be conscious of what you want to let go. But I also invite you to let go of what doesn't serve you anymore. So let's start with a couple of deep breaths again. Feel your hands and feet. And I want to read you something before we start. A little poem from E.E. E. Cummings. He used to live in Patch and Place the homeboy back in a day. Let it go the smashed word, broken open vow, or the oath cracked lengthwise, let it go. It was sworn to go. Let them go. The truthful liars and the false fair friends and the booths and neither's. you must let them go. They were born to go. Let all go. The big, small, middling, Tall, bigger, really the biggest, and all things. Let all go, dear, so comes love. Feel your hands and feet. Hear the sounds outside. Use them to ground yourself. Keep your spine straight. Lift from the back of your heads. Keep your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Relax your chest, your abdomen. Breathe from your throat, open it up. Let your breath drop down all the way into your hips. Relax your buttocks. Your anus, your thighs, your calves, your shin bones. Feel the weight of your hands on your body and use all sounds to keep you in the moment. You need to stretch your legs, stretch your legs. We've got another 10 minutes. Keep the awareness on the base of your skull lifting up from there and keep your chin down a little bit to open that up, will help calm your mind. Breathe, use the sounds to stay in the moment. Keeping your eyes closed. Stretch your legs again if you need to. Keep your awareness on your spine. And the sounds outside. Sounds inside. We're going to visualize a circle in the middle of all of us. Turning clockwise while keeping the awareness on our breath and our body and the sounds. We're going to allow this circle to open up and go down to the ground floor, to the basement. Through the rocks and the earth, deep to the core of our mother. And while it's turning, it's opening up. Start offering up with your mind people, places or things they need to let go of. It doesn't mean that you let these things go necessarily as much as your relationship to them or it might be that they need to go. Be in the unknown with it. Any behavior that you're struggling with or quote-unquote enemies. Offer it up and ask for the mirror to reveal to you your 50%, your negative pleasure in it, your responsibility in it. as to be gently shown but firmly lovingly your attachment to suffering your pleasure with suffering offer up your attachment to anxiety and to fear those good, good friends that are not friends. Offer up your forgetfulness. And now take your right hand and run it across your face and throw it in the middle of the room. Wipe it across your throat, throat in the middle of the room. Take a deep breath. Run it across your chest, throat in the middle of the room. Over your belly, throat in the middle of the room. And over your navel, throat in the middle of the room. Extend from your crown chakra all the way up. With a breath, extend with your root chakra or root of your spine all the way down. Feel yourself elongating. And now we turn a circle into a healing circle and offer up anyone, including yourself, starting with yourself actually for any illness or mental anguish anything that needs a salve offer up to the circle now in this holy place acknowledging your humility and your helplessness next any loved ones or friends that need a healing offer them up Animals. And now we offer up the planet, all our sisters and brothers who are suffering from forgetfulness, the animals, the trees, fish, all beings. May we remember our true nature which is here right now and that we willingly and stubbornly refuse to see because we fear an end to something that's endless. Keeping the awareness in your body we're going to gently close the circle now. We're going to stop it from spinning. We'll give thanks for the earth for once again supporting us. This beautiful, beautiful living creature that we take for granted every day, that has her own destiny. solidify the ground. Gently pull back your crown chakra into your head. Gently pull in your base chakra into your spine. Feel your body. Gently open your eyes. A couple of deep breaths and release. Whatever needs to be released. And as we ask, so it shall be and so it is.